Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Let me ask you something. Would you have the same energy for LeBron that you had for KD if LeBron wanted to go to Golden State? He was asked on the shop, that's LeBron's own show, by the way, who he'd want to play with, and then he said, oh, like today? And then and threw out Steph Curry's name. Steph was then asked about what LeBron had said, and he's like, he's good. So, like, would LeBron ever go to Golden State to play with Steph? And if he did, would he catch the same kind of flack that KD did? At KeyJMMax, you can hit us up or you can call us 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key? Yo. Yeah, that's a, first of all, good to see you guys at the game last night. Good to see it was you. great yeah. game last night. Again. Yeah. Again. Here you go. Yeah. I, I, we don't spend enough time together. We need to go to games together. Burgers, <laughs> chicken fingers, you know. Chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. Extra yeah, yeah. honey Nick's mustard. Knicks Nets. Knicks built a nice lead in the first half only to collapse. Max Burger with mayonnaise. Key no, no, no mayo. Extra, extra butter on the popcorn, shaking everybody's hands, no, popcorn. putting his hand back in the popcorn. Oh, don't. It was so disgusting. I was it was nasty. <laughs> but you were Jay, raving you about the popcorn. Stop. I saw you shake hands and kiss babies and then put the hand back in the popcorn. It was, ugh. This yeah. is what I want to know, Key. Will you stop? The way you were raving about the popcorn. Near as nasty as you. The way you were raving about the popcorn. had it in three years. Is that why you were raving about it, or was I that just, good? It was good. Like, you know, was, you haven't had, I was like, and I don't know why I've gone, I've, I've obviously watched movies at home with the kids, and they get Three the years, no popcorn? I just didn't touch it. But, and they've had popcorn right in front of you, and you yeah. haven't touched it? Because I might have been eating something else at the time, and didn't, you know. Paula Patton's chicken? Stop, Jay. Uh, Isn't that bizarre, Jay? I know. And, and three so years, no popcorn. Your kids least, are having it right in your face. At least three years. At I mean, least. you were. I mean, every time I looked, you had popcorn in your mouth. Yes, I'm eating popcorn. You're I know, but like the whole time we were at the game. Like the how popcorn. many? How many? How many bags? No, I had what cups. is it? Cups, small, cups. Small cups. I had two. That small was not cups. a small cup. You got they, big hands. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> But the popcorn was good. It was oh, good. it was yeah. so good. Butter, butter popcorn. And I didn't eat anything. I didn't eat. Oh, salty and good and. It was it was good. I ain't gonna lie. Now I'm trying to figure out: Do I want microwave popcorn or do I want old skillet, old school skillet popcorn that yeah. I would put the butter in the pan and put the top on? You know You're how to not make it like of that? doing the work to eat though. Like to me, those those instant popcorns are so good. Movie night with the kids, it's pop easy. them right in the microwave. No man, you just to get you a get you a pot at home, Max. If mm-hmm. you hadn't done it growing up, put your little whatever butter flavored oil or whatever you like to do it in there. Put a little bit in there. Drop the kernels in, put the top on it, and let it pop. Then I gotta clean the pot, man. Yes, I just rather so, one of your nannies or housekeepers or I'm something. A what I'm a max. It's way too much work when too I can just pop it in the microwave. It tastes the exact same. No, it doesn't. No, it yes. tastes slightly yes, it worse. Does. But it's worse. It's no, slightly worse. It can get hard fast in the microwave on you. Freezing. Jeez. Well, well, oh, I mean, you said so many things that have been so inappropriate the last hey, minute. Hey, phrasing. I used a lot. Well, you got grow up. He said, "I like it." Jesus. I, I will not repeat. But at the said. end, at the end, though, Max, the popcorn was oh, 
yeah. to die for. I know you. It was I know you were into I it. I was telling I was telling my wife uh, last night when I got home. I was like, yeah, we got to make sure we got some, some popcorn from me at the crib. <laughs> what cocktail goes well with the salty, buttery popcorn? Whatever you decide you want to drink, I guess. Is it the tequila? Is it, tequila I, I mean, was yeah, cool. Tequila it was, was honestly, guys, right. light beer goes with everything. If you have a good You're light, a light beer, beer, goes are you a light I beer love guy? It. I love yeah. light. Yes, it's Easy. refreshing. I don't, I don't it's drink, like the calories. I really don't drink beer. Yeah, but what's the difference between beer and light? Like what's you, the, fewer carbs, so you don't get as fat. That's so mentally, mentally in yeah. your mind. Yeah, no. because if you're drinking light beer, yeah. but you're putting down four hamburgers, now what is that going to do? Right, for you? but I'm saying but it's like, like the guy. Do- it's like the guy. It's like me growing up with my football coach. We would go and get chili cheese pastrami. And he would have a damn slim fat. What are you doing? Wait, Max, now I'm curious. Do you when you have the light beer, do you put it do you put it in a glass or do you keep it in the can? No, the bottle. The bottle. Yeah. Have See, you, have you ever used a koozie? That. No, what I do, what I love, it's hard you know to what find. A koozie is? Uh-uh. You ever see a guy like when they got the cans and they put it in the little it's like the and little And it makes it foam holder. and stuff. Yeah, the little yeah. can can holder and then they, they hold it on their chest like that. Oh no, what? It's not like it's not like what's that? What's that called, Evan? It's, it's not called what a, kind of a weird thing. Are you? Uh, like a they hold beer. it on their chest. They're holding it on their chest. I drink it. You, you hold. Yeah, but I'm saying I know a lot of guys that they hold it right here on their tongue. You guys don't know what I'm talking no, about. No. I don't know anything about that. I thought you meant like some of those. Some of those cans will have that like draft action. You know what I mean? Where you open it and, it, and it's like it's like you're pouring it off the tap. You guys have never been to parties where you're outside and. Somebody has the beer bottle, the beer can, and they put it like in the sleeve, like it's like a sleeve, yeah, it's like a koozie. And then they walk around, they're always like, ah, they're holding their beer like this on their tummy, the top of the tummy. You guys never seen that before? No, I got to no. take a look you at that. I've been at different parties than you guys. Yeah, no. It's a koozie. Justin's here showing you koozie. a picture of a koozie. When I see is. people walking around my neighborhood with fake water bottles with clear stuff in it, walking around after dinner drinks with vodka in it. I had one of my neighbors before. About, you got to put it in your kid's cup. That's hey, what you got to do when you go to no, it's a True story, though. About a year ago, about before the pandemic, when I was at home, I'm walking, you know, it's after dinner, we're walking around, running to one of the neighbors, smelled like a whole bottle. He got the thing, they got the thing in a little clear thing. I'm like, who are you fooling? Yes, you need to go see AA, buddy. Yeah, maybe you might have a problem at that point. So, so we're at the game, having a good time, having a ball, all that. And, you know, halftime, Knicks have a nice big lead. And of course, the thing—the difference between the Knicks and the Nets—is the Nets have Kevin Durant. If if Kevin Durant is playing a team like the Knicks, it's almost impossible to lose. And by the way, he hasn't lost since 2013 to the Knicks. He's been on three teams since then: Oklahoma City and 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 Golden State, and then Brooklyn. Never lost to the Knicks. <laughs> Nine years. So we're talking yesterday, guys. And Jay, you made a bold statement, and others have made it since you said it, which is. This Lakers team this year, the Lakers team, is the biggest disaster, not in basketball history, in American team sports history. Expectations, roster, all that stuff versus results. 10 out of 15 teams make the, the postseason in the Western Conference. They are not one of them. They're one of the five out of the 15 who didn't even make the postseason. Chris Carlin, however, guys, ESPN radio host, was on Greeny yesterday, and I thought... He brought up a counter to the Lakers that's hidden in plain sight. I think it's interesting. Listen to this. It's funny. I, I don't know that I'm pulling it fully up top yet because I still think depending on what happens with the Nets, if they were actually out in the first round, it could be even worse. Uh, that could be even worse than what has happened to the Lakers this year. Is that – look, 
whether or not I agree with him, I think it's an interesting point. The difference between the Knicks, uh, sorry, the Knicks, the Nets and the Lakers is a lot of people were like, hey, this is the island of misfit toys in L.A. Of course, we all expect them to make the, the play in at least, let alone the playoffs. But, okay, whether they get to the conference finals, a lot of like analysts were like, I'm not so sure. There's this team. There's the Suns. There's this. And the Lakers, who's going to shoot? And they need more shooting. The Nets, everyone looked at the roster and was like, oh, if they're healthy, it's a wrap. I think Chris brings up an interesting point. Yeah, but but I think when, when I look at the Nets, based on everything that went on with James Harden and Ben Simmons coming and going and leaving, they still will not be a big disappointment or a disappointment for me if they get bounced out in the first round because they got next year still. Ben Simmons has to get healthy. Kyrie ain't going nowhere. Kevin Durant isn't going anywhere. When you look at the Lakers, you got one guy getting older in LeBron James. You got another guy who people are on the fence in AD with. You got another guy who has a $47 million fully guaranteed one year left on his contract in Westbrook. This year was their year because... Got no other assets. You have no other assets. You have nothing. A guy's going to get older. We don't know what LeBron is going... I mean, he's not going to fall off a cliff, but he's getting older. Westbrook could be better next year, but we don't know. We don't know. Anthony Davis could be healthy next year. We don't know. This year for them was an all-in year. You can kick the can down the road for the Brooklyn Nets two, three years from now and still be like, they're going to win a championship. You can't say that about the Lakers. And the Nets are in the playoffs, and the and Lakers are And the Nets aren't. are in the playoffs, and the Lakers are going to Disneyland with us. And you think about what this year could have been if Kyrie wore full time. So, regardless of whatever side you are on the conversation about, you know, vaccine, like that's what he chose to do. That's what happened, right? So, the fact that he couldn't get a rhythm, he could only play – in road games, like if he were full-time, this team would look different. If Kevin Durant doesn't get hurt, they were number one in the Eastern Conference before he got hurt. So I, I think a lot of moving parts, ultimately, the Nets get a pass. Yeah, where the absolutely. Lakers don't seem to be getting, no, getting that same pass. No pass at all, Max. When you look at the Lakers and you look at whatever you want to call it, our big three, regardless to what the analytics people say about the big three shooting percentage and yada, yada, and who's going to shoot and who's going to do this, when you look at the three, if, I, if, if, if we gave you that – Pepsi, Coca-Cola blind test, and you said Westbrook, AD, LeBron, oh, they're going to win a championship. That's the first thing you say. People in Los Angeles, regardless of what people say, we felt like once the deal was done, we're like, oh, okay, we're going to win a championship. Or at least get there. Or at least get there. Or at least get there, not going home. And I know circumstances, injuries, things of that nature – but it doesn't matter. You can't miss the play in, you man. Cannot no, you cannot miss I agree. It. The Lakers are a bigger dumpster fire. I do think Chris brings up an interesting point about the Nets. And by the way, that's what we were promised, at least in our mind's eye, right? Uh, LeBron versus KD, LA, New York. Oh, it's going to be great for the league. Guys, this also got me to thinking and got us to thinking. You know, Jeannie Buss takes over a Lakers team from her father who is the greatest owner in the history of American team sports by far. And Yankees fans, and I'm a huge Yankees fan my whole life. George Steinbrenner, let's not forget, there were years in the 80s, the entire 1980s after, after the 81 World Series, which they lost to the Dodgers. 
where Steinbrenner would trade young prospects and he was impatient and Doug Drabeck would go for Rick Roden. Come on, what are you doing? And then later on, you know, even Seinfeld commemorated it, right? Like a, a, a Jay Buhner for Ken Phelps. But there were a million other trades like that throughout the 80s and the Yankees after 81 never made the playoffs. It, Steinbrenner, and then once he got kicked out of baseball is when they stopped trading prospects and they got good again. Dr. Jerry Buss took over the Lakers, won the chip in the first year, won 10 chips with the Lakers from 79-80 till he passed 10. So his daughter, Jeannie, takes over the team, guys, and she has already won a chip. But hold on. The Steinbrenner kids took over the team from George Steinbrenner, and they won a chip, 2009. Who did which of the two, do you think, the, 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 the Steinbrenner kids or the bus kids, the Yankees owner's kids or the Lakers owner's kids? have done a better job with the franchise. Key, who, who do you think? You, you, you follow baseball and you're a huge Lakers fan. I, I, think, I think Jeannie's done a better job. Yes. I think Jeannie's done a better job. And the reason is, as much like you said, Max, she's won, she just recently won a chip, whether it was a bubble or not. They acquired, they drafted well assets to acquire Anthony Davis to help them win a chip. They were, she was able to lure LeBron James to Los Angeles from Cleveland. Some of her executive decision-making, putting people in charge, hasn't been the best. But I also think that she's going to get better at that or should get better at that as time goes by. One of the things that I said yesterday on our show is that she has to go out and hire a high-level NBA executive type to run the Lakers, meaning like a – like, like a Sam Presti or a my Jerry West Jerry. type. Uh, RC my side. Yeah, yeah, that's what she needs. Whether or not she'll do it remains to be seen. The Yankees, on the other hand, they hadn't won in a while. 2009. And does it seem like the kids are putting it in the front of everything? The kids are running it. Let me tell you something about the Yankees. The, the Yankees... You know, how, first it was Hank everyone thought was in charge, and everyone realized, no, it's Hal who's in charge, right? But the, the Yankees kids have run it much more like a business, a for-profit business yes. than a public trust. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Bus family, and this is their whole business, the Lakers, yes. run it like a public trust. Will you smash through the luxury tax and pay crazy dollars if, we, if they think it's going to win a championship? They will. Every they time. Yes. Every time. Uh-huh. They don't mess around. The Yankees, on the other hand, once they put basically the Yankees tax in there, which repeat offenders, you pay such an onerous luxury tax, they started trying to get under the cap, and, and they wouldn't pull the trigger on big-time moves. And Manny Machado, <laughs> Bryce Harper, those type of moves. And, and yeah, and they're just generally, like, the Yankees are always excellent, but they haven't won a championship since George Steinbrenner passed. He passed in 2010. The kids were already running the team by then, but they haven't won. Jeannie Buss, on the other hand, check this out, guys. Jeannie Buss? Her father's basically his dying wish is that the team keeps the kids and the family together, right? Jim, you do this. Jeannie, you do that. Jeannie was such a good daughter and family member, so, like, responsible that way, that she went out of her way to give Jim every single chance and probably let him run the team a year or two more than she should have. But she was trying to make it work. She finally decided, look, this isn't working. My responsibility, even to her father's legacy and memory, is to make the Lakers great. She made a change. 
and almost immediately won a championship. So the fact that the Lakers are struggling now, that's part of the that's the price you pay. You went all in on an older guy. You you made the trade for AD. You got a chip out of this thing already. And she's made moves. And you think about the fact that bringing on Magic Johnson, even though it was for a short stint before Magic Johnson decided to leave, that's what secured you LeBron James, the greatest player in the game today to come to your franchise, to own it, to make it something look different by getting AD, the relationship with Rich Paul, like just the way she's kind of managed. And I'm not saying she can't do a better job because she has to obviously to win more championships, but what she's been able to pull together with Clutch, with LeBron James, getting AD and some of the new counter pieces, like that's what you need. One more point about this, guys, and Key and Jay, you guys have both lived in L.A., obviously Key, key your whole life, me too. I, I, two of my daughters were born there, I was raising them there, lived there for six years, did afternoon drive for the Lakers, all that stuff. Um, the Yankees and the Lakers are not exactly the same. No. In that the, the, the Yankees have the Mets they're competing with. The Mets inherited two-thirds of the baseball fans in the town when the Dodgers and Giants left for California. The Mets have won a couple of World Series in the past. In the mid-'80s, this town was a Mets town when the 86 Mets, and they went back to the playoffs in 88, and the Yankees were hit a dry spot. The Lakers... Like, you know, like you have the Knicks in New York. The Knicks don't have the equity built in the way the Lakers do. If the Lakers are no good for five years, if the Lakers are no good for five years, the Clippers still have no window, right? Because they, they, the Lakers – but if, if the Yankees are no good for five years, oh, the Mets have a window. Mm. They have a window. Yeah, we gave, we gave the Clippers an opportunity. We weren't good for five years. The Clippers had an opportunity with Lob City and everything else, and – they didn't cash in. And even if they did win a chance, so what? Yeah. Well, they never got to a conference. And, and on top of that, they're renting in our building. They're, I mean, I know they're building a new stadium, but the Clippers are actually renting space from the Lakers. So yeah. it's kind of like it, it just it will never – look, it's a Laker town. LA, are, LA will never be a Clippers town. Yeah, it, no matter what. But, 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 no matter New, what. but New York got flipped for a while. But I was going to say too, Max, and you talk about – the Steinbrenner's kids always trying to stay under the cap to a degree. You got Steve Cohen who's coming in with absurd amount of money now. It's like, yo, I'm willing to spend. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make my team relevant to win this battle. And, and, it's a huge and, difference. And Steve Marmer is doing the same thing for the Clippers. He's, he'll give whatever. He'll be, he's spending his own money to build a stadium. He's got more money than God. I mean, he could do all that. But the it window will never, open. ever exactly. be a, Laker, no, I mean, a Clippers town. Never. I don't give a damn if he spent every dime he got. And try to build that's a team. Why the Nets, it never happens. That's why the Nets have a real opportunity. If the Knicks are no good and the Nets start winning championships, the Knicks do not have the same equity built in with fans that the Lakers have in L.A. By the way, Jay, you mentioned a cap. Look, football hard cap. Yes. You may not have money to sign your, your rookies if you don't get under the cap. Ba- basketball, soft cap. There are ways around it you can bust through it. Baseball, no cap. But the luxury tax is so onerous, it's acting almost as a de facto cap. That's why teams like the Dodgers and Yankees and Mets complain, right? 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Who's done a better job? The bus kids or the Steinbrenner kids? Yankees and Lakers fans. Who's done a better job? My money goes to the bus kids, namely Genie Bus. I think Hal Steinbrenner's done a good job. He's done a, the Yankees are a powerhouse. They're relevant every year. But on his watch, the Red Sox have won more World Series than the Yankees. Exactly, and we measure this by championships. We don't measure by just winning the division. But, but when you look at it, though, Max, and it's the Yankees, they got some good players. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, every the players are, are good. 
So is it the managing? Is he hiring the right managers? What What is it? I mean, GM, Brian Cashman is an excellent GM, but there are better GMs. I mean, there are. He's very good. Cashman's a top GM, but he's not the top GM. But they are still getting the players, though. What are they missing out on? They, their minor league system is productive, but there are more productive minor league systems. When they, they frequently have not shot their shot at the prime free agent when they had the when it would have been a tipping point for them. The Dodgers have, the Red Sox have, right? The Red Sox so and Dodgers. Like then, it sounds like their problem is they haven't cashed in on the right free agent, so to speak. There, my sense is the Yankees' analytics is a little behind the Red Sox and Dodgers. Those two teams are are huge market teams who play money ball, and the Yankees, I think, were a little more stuck in the old way of doing things, just a little bit than than maybe their their biggest rivals. Eight eight eight, say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Who has done a better job with these teams? Is it the Steinbrenner kids or the Lakers kids? In other words, or the bus kids. Jeannie also seems like a chip off the old block to me. Like she's got some of what her father had. And with the Yankees, Hank seemed that way. But it's Hal who runs the team. Seems mm-hmm. like Jeannie's more relatable when you spend time with her. Like it's, it's almost like uh, Max, is, uh, she's a woman of the people, right? With the way she's able to communicate with players, it feels like there's accessibility there. Or sometimes I feel like a Steinbrenner family. I'm not sure there's that same. You feel like you can touch it. It's tangible. And by the way, the late Hank Steinbrenner. Hank also yes. passed away. But but early on, it looked like he was the successor, at least publicly. And it turns out, actually, Hal was really yeah. the successor. Um, all right. We're going to take your calls. We're going we're gonna to get into this. Who's done a better job? Bus kids or Steinbrenner kids? Lee in Manhattan. Who do you think? Good morning, fellas. What up, baby? Uh, listen, in retrospect, yeah, you could say that the Lakers kids are doing a better job than the Yankees kids, but you know what everybody going to look at? Everybody looking at the titles. So that's why, regardless the length of time in which the Yankees have won a World Series, they're always going to say that the Yankees kids have done a better job, but in truth, the Lakers kids have. Yeah, but actually, yeah, no, the, the Lakers yeah, have won a championship more recently. Yeah, we won a chip recently to... The Yankees in 2009 won the chip, but but George Steinbrenner basically those were carryovers from when he was putting the team together. 2000, they won against the Mets. 01 was the loss against uh, uh, Arizona when they were when you know it was like a freak thing. They lost in Game Seven, right? And in that time, so they win in 2000, they win in 2009, they reloaded after they missed the playoffs in 08. New Yankee Stadium, they went out and signed Teixeira, they signed Sabathia, they won. part of I – mean, Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he was yeah, still, he alive, still, still alive. He was still and, alive. Yeah. But that's, that's – since the year 2000, that's one. The Red Sox have won four. The Dodgers are winning World Series. Whereas the Lakers, since Jeannie bought the team, but especially since she took the handcuffs off yeah. and moved her brother out – She's really been she's been really in charge for let's say four years where she could do what she wanted and already got a chip. Will the Yankees break their title drought? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Four. 
for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Well, it's great news for all baseball fans. It is finally all happening. I am thrilled to be able to say Major League Baseball's back. We're going to play 162 games. Here's the 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, he struck him out. He made the catch! Once again tonight, it's showtime! And joining us now, Carl Ravitch. Oh, I love opening day. What's up, Ravi? How my boys doing? Max, huge baseball guy. Jay, Will, and Key getting on board. I love where you're at right now. <laughs> no, Key's been a baseball fan. Yeah. A Dodger fan. Dodger it, fan, yes. Yeah. Sunday night sometimes. baseball's Carl Ravage, of course. <laughs> Carl, let's listen to uh, Commissioner Rob Manfred talk about Pitchcom and how it can improve the game, and I want to get your reaction. Pitchcom is part of an ongoing effort to bring technology to the field in a way that improves the game. I think there are two principal advantages. First of all, it does dramatically reduce the likelihood of sign sealing because it's a private communication mechanism, but it also has a pace of the game effect. You don't have to go through the detailed sequences of signs. It's a direct communication from the catcher to the pitcher. So we think that Pitchcom is going to improve our product on the field this year. That was um, the commissioner earlier this morning on SportsCenter, Rob Manfred. So, Carl, what do you think about this anti-sign-stealing device for pitchers? Well, I think, I think it makes a great deal of sense. Um, look, I'm, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. I, I think it's wonderful, <laughs> and I do think it will prevent sign-stealing, but I, I do worry about the idea that when, when something tech, technology is, is presented – you're likely to find people to try to figure out a way to actually tap into it. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's how it all works. So I think it's going to work. I, I God, I, uh, you know, the way it works is you put this, uh, you put this band on and you're able to communicate directly with the pitcher, as well as um, the two middle infielders and the center fielder. There's a limited number of these uh, receivers that certain players can have. Uh, I, so I would be very worried that someone figures out how to tap into that receiver. If they can't do it and they, they've designed the ultimate security measures, then I think it's wonderful. I, I think we all grow a little tired of signs. You know, last night, guys, I, had, uh, I was lucky enough to have dinner with Andrew Jones, who, of course, was the great center fielder for the Braves. And I asked him, did you position yourself defensively based on the sign that the catcher was putting down? And he said, well, my eyes were good enough that I could see what the catcher was putting down, and then I would move one or two steps to my right 
or left. So best defensive center Jones fielder I've ever seen, field. Carl. Yes, best defensive uh, center fielder I've ever seen. Yeah, bar bar none. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Tim Kirchin was with us, and then Tim said to uh, Jones, he said, "I was writing a story on the most difficult ball that an outfielder, a center fielder, has to play." And Tim said. I assumed it was the one over the shoulder, and I assumed, playing the role of Tim, that Ken Griffey Jr. was the best at it. And everybody he spoke to <laughs> said, Tim, the only guy that's better than Ken Griffey, but it's not even close, is Andrew Jones. Mm -hmm. So Jones is looking in at the sign, which means everyone else is, is looking in at the sign to try to figure out what pitch it's going to be. This, this will certainly alleviate that. And I hope they figured out a way to protect the integrity of the system. I know that at most of the people that have used it have liked it. Sunday night, we're going to have one in the booth, and we'll show everybody how it works. I thought Andrew Jones was like, at the Braves, he was so good. At Dodgers, we got uh, – that didn't work out that way. <laughs> Carl, what, what's the biggest uh, storyline this season as we now are at opening day? So it's interesting. I mean, if I go microcosm key um, – you know, to, to me, the biggest story actually is going to be the way that things play out in New York, and particularly with the Mets. I, I think Steve, Steve Cohen is fascinating. I think the two starters that he have are the most interesting two starting pitchers on any staff. I think the fact that there are injury concerns already mean I, I have the spotlight on the New York Mets, and it's really because of ownership on down. I, I think the, the Yankees haven't had a competitor financially in a long, long, long time. And I just think microcosm, that, that's the, that's the, the storyline I'm looking at. DeGrom, Scherzer, Lindor, all the players they brought in and how he handles and how they handle this with, you know, arguably, in my opinion, uh, as good a manager as there is in baseball, uh, Buck Showalter. Beyond that, uh, I think the bigger picture is who the heck competes with your team? Um, you know they've built a they've built a massive juggernaut, and anytime somebody says make predictions, uh, I think you don't get you don't get lost in where the team is now. You try to anticipate what they'll do when they have to do something, trade deadline, etc. And to me, the Dodgers, the Mets, uh, the Yankees, to maybe a lesser degree, there are certain teams that you know are going to sit there and try to improve themselves. And, boy, I, I, I don't see the Giants winning 107. I, I, the Dodgers, I think, are going to win their division by more games than any other team in the league. So I think that's the, that's the big global picture. Who competes with them? Key loves hearing that. Robbie, I'm curious. Like, when was the last time you remember a league having so many World Series or bus teams? I mean, you mentioned the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees. I mean, when's the last time you remember that? A lot of people like the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Yeah, I, I love the Blue Jays. I like the Brewers. You know, the, the whole baseball history of have and have-nots, there's no question that there are teams that have separated themselves. And you, you've just brought up a handful of them. Um, the Phillies certainly made a number of significant moves, but I think when you look at certain teams, you realize there are flaws. Most teams have them. To me, there are, there are certainly a, a first-class group of teams and the Dodgers and the Braves and the Mets are in that. Um, you know, the Astros, I think are going to take a significant step back without Carlos Correa, but boy, I, I don't know another team in that division. That's, that's good enough to really compete with them. The white Sox are outstanding, uh, the Red Sox and the Phillies. Then there's that next level. 
the Cardinals, the Brewers, that if, that if things go well or they make moves, anybody can win it. You know, the, the knock on baseball is that you have the haves and the have-nots, but look at the number of different teams that have won World Series, you know, over the last 20 years. It's a little bit different than the other sports yeah. in that it, it, it's, it's not as predictable. The outcome is not – you kind of know who's going to likely get there, but you have no clue who's going to win it. The Cardinals seem to win 90-plus games every year. They're live. Every Lots of teams year. like Carl Ravitch, Sunday Night Baseball's Carl Ravitch, before we let you go, World Series prediction. Who's going to get there? Who's going to win it? Uh, Blue Jays, Dodgers, Blue Jays win it for the first Ooh. time in a long time. I, Second time I, I haven't seen an days. offense Ooh. like that. My, and my guy, George Springer in center field, you guys talk about Andrew Jones and he, look, he's not an Andrew Jones category. Keep George Springer healthy and you have an angry Vlad Guerrero because he didn't get a first place uh, vote last year for the American League MVP with the show Otani put on. I like Toronto a lot. And by the way, if they don't change the, the rules uh, in Canada, they have an enormous advantage with uh, teams that come in there with players who aren't vaccinated. That's a big advantage. That's a real story. Hey, I'm going to put up boo call signs when you go call the Dodgers game. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you here, Ravi. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I don't think there's ever been a father-son combination where both the father and the son's talents are pitched as high as Vlad and his son. Like, his son hits like him. It's unbelievable. The great Carl Ravage, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Carl. You can catch Carl as he has the call of the Reds Braves on ESPN2 tonight. And tune into baseball opening day coverage. Begins tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Ooh, lots of sports going on right now. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right. You said who's all in in Major League Baseball, right? World Series of Bust. Who's all in in the NFL? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Guys, uh, Paula Patton responds to the fried chicken controversy <laughs> that you guys have been very interested in. You oh, don't like the did? way Paula Patton makes her uh, her fried chicken. And neither do you. <laughs> well, you don't okay, that's the, besides the point. You don't put this seasoning on the grease. You, right. you, 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 have you ever, I, let me I, ask you, let me ask you a question. First of all, have you ever tried it? No, look, Max. I, I've I never heard of it. it. Max, you didn't clean the chicken Max, the right way. I never heard of Max, it, but Max, maybe it's good. Chicken. chicken. As a cooking expert that yeah. I am. Chef Key. You don't put the damn. You First of all, like Jay said, you don't clean chicken with cold water. water. You know the bacteria. Yeah, yeah. So you got to. Sure, sure, sure. You open up the package. Yeah. You dump it in a in a uh, the strainer. You water with warm or hot, hot water. water. Yep. You you clean it. You, you clean wash it. Well, she you, claims. By the way, she's responded to all this. I'm going to get, get to the response. Yep. So then, what you do is after it dry off, you damp it dry however you want to with paper napkins, whatever. Mm-hmm. You lay it out. You season it. 
or you drop it in back in my mom days before Ziplocs became something special. We were brown paper bags. Yeah, you, you season it, it in the yeah, brown paper bag. bag. Sure. Not just salt you and pepper, Max. It. Then you drop the flour in. You do it. You shake it. First of all, her cooking oil wasn't even freaking hot. And on top of that, you don't cook it in a pot. You use a black iron skillet, okay, to pan fry the chicken a certain way. I don't, who the hell, and I went to USC with her. She is one of my dearest friends. I can't wait to see her because I'm going to have to ask her, is this the reason why? What's the response? What's she, the said, response? she said, you look, know I know it looks crazy. Reason. I know where you're going. She said, look, I know it looks crazy. This is the way my mom did it. It may be crazy. This is the way it, we do it. it. And, and it's not good. <laughs> have you ever tried it? I, look, why Max, would ever cook I it that way? I, I, I've never heard of it okay, either, so but now, maybe it's good. So now, yeah. now you say I've ever tried it. No, I've never tried it. But I can promise you, Max Keller. It's Kellerman, not good. It's not good. Mm. I can promise it you. It even look fried. First of all, you're not even getting the season on the chicken. The seasoning is going to blacken because the grease. Like, I don't. I got to help Paula. That's what all we all should do. So this is what we should do. Destroyed we should make media. her chicken. <laughs> No, you'll never it. see me cooking chicken. Make that her way. chicken and no. I wonder, yes, my mama would yes. slap me. I wonder if that's the reason why. Absolutely. You get, get, get Chris rocked out here. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Our dude, Ryan Clark, R.C., said on NFL Live that the pressure is to the max on the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, look, they got Von Miller. They already made quite a run last year, this past season. To the max is brought to you by Toyota. Make a powerful statement every time you pull up in the pickup. That's five changing the game. The all-new Tundra Toyota. Let's go places. So listen to what RC said. This has to produce a championship. This has to be a connection that's able to win the AFC championship over the Kansas City Chiefs or over some of these teams that have now rebuilt and are full of power in the AFC. All right. Let's play to the max. Pressure on the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. Zero. Pat says there are seven teams that have more pressure than the Bills. Go, Pat. What? Seven? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are adorable with this Bills thing and Ryan Clark could take and all, but there are seven teams that have more pressure on them than the Bills. Uh, let's start with number one. Number one. It's the Packers, number two. Number two. The Cowboys, number three. Number three. The Chiefs, number four. Number four. The Bengals. Number five. The Browns. Number six. The Ravens. Number seven. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another one. I will, t- I will be taking no further questions. 
Uh, no, explain can, to can you me. Please yeah. run through them again. Uh, very, explain yeah. to me. The Packers. The Packers. I'm, I, I'm with the Packers. More, I would say the Packers are the team in the NFC with the most pressure. Well, just the yes, team. Yeah, but, more pressure than any team in the in National Football League. Fair? No, but, it's the Bills. No. Aaron Rodgers? Bills. Get out of here, man. It's the Bills. What, what, what are you why the is Bills. it the, why is it the Bills? Why is it not Aaron Rodgers, the greatest quarterback the game has ever seen, the guy that continues to fall short, the guy that got bounced in the first round? Like Because they lost their best wide out. Thank That's you. why Bling. it takes and, it down. Now they have their draft picks, but and, it's like they're and, running in place. Aaron Rodgers have seen a number of receivers in his career that have uh, that he's elevated to another level. If you think about all the receivers that he's had, he's taken them to the next step in their careers. So he's accustomed to playing without a guy like Devontae Adams. That's my reasoning. And the Bills are not accustomed to winning without Brian Dable. Right. As the offensive coordinator. Okay, so that, that should mean there should be more pressure on the Packers if no. Aaron Rodgers is more accustomed to playing without Devontae Adams because he's raised the level of talent around them for so many years. Why does the expectation because change? There's no, because there's no – Aaron Rodgers could do this. I don't have any pressure. The Bills went all in on getting Von Miller, Stephon Gilmore paying him more money, uh, Stephon Diggs, Diggs paying – well, both yeah, of them yeah, – yeah. paying him more money. All of those things, that's why. I, I would make the argument there's there's pressure on Mike McCarthy to win. I'm not sure there's a lot of pressure on the Cowboys because if they lose, they get a Super Bowl winning coach in Sean Payton next year. So is there really that much pressure on the Cowboys? There's uh, pressure on Mike yeah. McCarthy, but is there pressure on the Cowboys? I think it is pressure on the Cowboys. It's pressure uh, – well, one – Mike McCarthy, you're 199.984.0% right. What He's going to get 84.9% right. What? Just numbers. I'm, I'm just yeah, throwing okay, big yeah. numbers out there. You're <laughs> going to get fired if you don't. There's win pressure it all. on McCarthy. You're going to get fired. And there's pressure on Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is putting pressure on Mike McCarthy. And the Dallas Cowboys because he's not getting any younger. I feel like and he the wants pressure for the, for the Cowboys is going to ratchet all the way up when it's Dak who's on the firing line, right? When people are like, we've completely run out of excuses. You have Sean Payton. You've had him for two years. You have everything you need. If he still doesn't get – but that's like two years away. It's two years. And the Browns is pressure for me on, as far as I'm concerned, Pat – because they went all in on Amari Cooper on the trade, Deshaun Watson, everything that's coming with Deshaun Watson, and their team was already good, much like, much like to a degree, the Rams. What did they need? They needed a quarterback. What did the, Green, uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns need? They needed a quarterback. So They went out there, and they got a quarterback. So that's the Browns. He has it five. The Packers, we already discussed, he has it one. The Cowboys at two. I think you can make an argument for the Packers. I disagree with the Cowboys. The Chiefs at three. I mean, they hosted four consecutive AFC championship and they won games. they a Super Bowl a couple years ago. They are universally – pressure But they're them, universally though. acknowledged to play in a conference with amazing young quarterbacks. They lost their most dynamic they receiver. Got time. Yeah, but they lost because they decided not to pay him. They've won. They decided, they decided to build without him. But they've – okay, nevertheless. So, like, does that put pressure on you if you've been to four AFC championship games? The AFC West is absolutely loaded. Now it's more competition for you. No, it puts pressure on them to be excellent. But the yes, question is to Max win is right. the Super Bowl. Yeah. There should always be – I don't, pressure pressure. I don't think it's pressure. I don't think it's so pressure. There is. So, yeah, because we, we, people are compared to Scott and Michael Not Jordan. more than the Bills yeah, right now they, because the Bills haven't gotten past that them. That was some 
mess that people was doing a couple years ago with that Jordan stuff because he won early in Alabama. The, ah! No, there's more than that. I no. think he had the eyeball test, the numbers, and the and the because winning. he won early, so they applied that pressure to him. You and I disagree. Are with the, the Chiefs. Chiefs not Super Bowl or bust? Every year, they're, every yeah, single year, them ahead of the every Bills. year they're Super Bowl but or bust. Yeah, so how is that no, not more pressure than no what the Bills have? Who aren't Super Bowl Pat, or bust? They no just pressure. beat the Bills in the playoffs. The yes. Bills got better. The Chiefs got worse. And the Bills have yet to win with Allen. They have to be Chiefs, ahead of the Chiefs. Chiefs, Bengals, and Ravens, and Bucks. I would take off for your list. Bengals, well, it's, fine, it's fine to be wrong. At. That's okay. If you want to be wrong, you can just say it. The Bengals just got to the Super Bowl in Joe Burrow's first full and, season. And they still got bottles in their mouth. They're puppies. They came one throw away. Yes. The, now, the Browns. I forgot, I forgot that Josh Allen was 40 years old. Oh, no, he's yeah, 25. No. What no, are you no, talking no, about? No, 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 no. Josh Allen is young. But the expectations, because you keep climbing. The Browns, not the Browns, the Bengals came out of nowhere. Okay? Their coach was selling his house in September. Yeah, they got he was, great, he literally, crazy time. He literally was looking for a real estate broker to list his home in September. Now he's looking for one to buy a bigger yeah, home. Pat, it's not that your home. list doesn't have teams where there's teams with pressure to get to the Super Bowl. It's that you, these guys, a lot of these teams should not be ahead of the Bills. The, 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 the Ravens were banged like the Ravens up. The Ravens are banged up. Lamar, come on, The man, Browns stop. may not have Deshaun for who knows how long this season. Well, the Browns I like because I think that they think when they went and got Deshaun, despite how long he, he's going to have to sit out, yep. they still feel like oh, if he's okay, back enough, okay, games, but they're going to be all right. Packers, the Chiefs, Chiefs and the Browns. Bengals have, have succeeded beyond expectations recently. Certainly the Bengals have. The Chiefs have just had so much success. Dude, the Bills ate? Boo Pat's yeah, list. Boo. Boo. Yeah, Boo. as you would say, it's my list. So. Yeah, it's my list. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive it. Insurance. Hey, why Key wants to give LeBron a pass for something that uh, Kevin Durant was crushed for. That's next on ESPN Shocking. Radio and Sirius XM LeBron Channel 80. Keyshawn J. Willemax, the podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.